Chapter 5 Spartan Mirage There is this concept of meditation I'm enamored with that sums it up. It is a Hebrew concept called Hagar, which loosely means to growl, utter, speak, muse. Far from the peace-seeking stillness that we associate meditation with in popular culture, scholars compare the practice of Hagar to a lion devouring the flesh of its kill. You might be tempted to compare it to rumination, where a cow mindlessly rechews cud, but Hagar is about paying the deepest most fearless attention to and communing with your internal world and showing your most base self to your maker. This is a really hard experience for me to reflect on because I'm still devouring the kill. Or perhaps even more accurately, every day is a fight in not trying to let the meat devour me, the lion. I knew then and know now that these things don't happen overnight, but my heart really underestimated how much I wanted something to change right then and there. The surgery itself was a raging success, don't get me wrong. Apparently, I was up on my feet almost instantly, something which the surgeon seemed elated to see. But it wasn't enough. It was never going to be enough. The psychs warned me, the surgeons warned me, the physicians warned me. Everyone warned me. True battle wouldn't be a physical one. It never was. I guess as most lessons learned, I had to taste that for myself. If I've learned one major lesson in all of this so far, it is that no matter what you do or what you change, you will always find yourself, no matter how much you try not to. What do I mean by that? Well, by going through this whole experience, yes, my life has actually changed for the better. In fact, my life was saved. But it also brought me closer to the things that I fear most. As terrifying as that sounds, the results of that have been mixed. On the one hand, when I dissociate and see myself doing something self-destructive, I'm still frozen by the same fear that smothers progress. In fact, I'm actually even more acutely aware of it while still paralyzed into inaction. Sometimes it feels like being awake without anesthetic during a surgery. On the other hand, I actually recognize my fear enough to talk to them a bit more, to make me more curious about them and to ask them questions no one has asked them before, ones that they're uncomfortable with to endure them, and to even live with them if they insist on staying. I just have to be strict with these shared living conditions. My fears certainly don't love me, but they haven't conquered me either. And right now, that's okay. At least that's okay until something forces us to fight to the death. (laughs) 